Hola, are you a Latina or woman of color new to marketing and need tips for landing that first job? Or maybe you are a new business owner looking to implement new marketing strategies for your business. Or just looking for personal development tips to advance in your career? I am Vanessa Parra, your host, hospitality and travel marketer, and now your marketing bestie. I will be spilling the tea on everything I know on how to land that marketing job. I will share behind the scenes of being a Latina in marketing and shedding light on barriers and struggles people of color face, especially when you're the only one in a corporate setting. I will also touch on manifestation tips that have helped me attract my dream career slash life. But most importantly, I will be spotlighting other influential Latinos and people of color marketers from our community. So grab your cafecito or drink of choice and let's listen in. Welcome to Influence with Cultura podcast. Welcome to another episode of Influence with Cultura. I am your host, Vanessa Parra. Hello, how are you today? How is your weekend going? Um, For those of you that don't know me, I live in Monterey County. And this past weekend of July 22nd, um, we in Salinas, California, we happened to have uh, this big event called the California Rodeo Salinas. It's one of the biggest rodeos in California, but we call it Rodeo. Not sure why, (laughs) but it's a very fun event for both people that are single or that maybe have a partner and just want to have a good time. Or if you have a family, there's a lot of family events in this um, event. And no, uh, they're not a sponsor, at least not yet Sunday. Um, I hope that they will become a sponsor for this podcast. I really enjoy uh, going to the Rodeo every year with my family It's just a really fun um, event. I would not consider myself a cowgirl at all, but I just really enjoy dressing up and just having a good time with my family and friends. So if you're ever in the area, I highly suggest that you attend. Um, I was also really excited that my mom, who lives in uh, the Central Valley, came to visit me. So we had a good time. It was her first time at the rodeo. We had a carne asada, so I'm having some jarrito right now. Uh, the orange kind is my favorite. So I'm excited to start off this podcast and go into our series that I've been talking about. If you haven't had a chance, make sure to check out the previous episode where Pretty much, I discuss reasons why you're not landing that social media marketing job. Like I mentioned before, it's going to be a four-part series. Last week, I did part one, and today I'm going into part two. So let's get started. Okay, so like I mentioned before, or if you don't know who I am, I am a digital and social media marketer, specifically in the hospitality and travel industry. And I've mentored and hired a lot of young marketers who are coming straight out of college and trying to find that first marketing or social media job. So I've seen a lot of resumes. I've interviewed a lot of people. And in a past life, if you haven't had a chance, listen to, I believe it's podcast number two, where I talk about my background. 
Um, when I graduated during the recession, I couldn't find a job in marketing and I got into recruitment. So that's another reason why I believe I'm qualified in helping people land jobs. No, I don't believe I know because I've actually helped them find jobs. So by doing that, I was able to create my own blueprint and I know what it takes to help you land that first marketing and social media job. So that's why it's these episodes for this specific series, you should really dif- uh, listen to it because I am giving you some valuable insight on what we're looking for when we're hiring um, a social media assistant or coordinator. So I would definitely consider listening to these episodes. And if for whatever reason you've already created um, a portfolio, which is what we're going to talk about on today's episode or last week when I talked about really understanding the basic business fundamentals of using social media for a business account. Awesome. However, even though you may know or have the knowledge about all these things, I can honestly bet that you're probably not implementing these techniques or tips. Because if you were, then you'd probably have a marketing or social media job. And that's something that I've encountered interviewing um, young professionals where they speak to me and they express how frustrated they are that they can't find a social media job. But yet when I ask them basic questions like, hey, where's your portfolio? Or give me more examples in your resume of, I get it, you're a beginner and maybe you don't have the experience, but maybe, I don't know, you helped a friend with their social media page or maybe you took a certification and you can use the curriculum as talking points in your resume. And yet, those people still don't do that. They don't show that on their resume. They don't have the portfolio. So again, even though you may have the knowledge, you might know everything that I'm talking to you about, you might be like, I already know this. Okay, good. But hopefully you're actually implementing it. And I'm not trying to make you feel bad. It's just tough love. I want to see you succeed. I want you to get that job because again, me being a first generation Mexican-American, the first in my family to be in a corporate setting and just always seeing myself as the only Latina or woman of color in the marketing department, I want to see more Latinas succeed. So I hope these episodes really help you. I I really do. Anyways, sorry. Sorry for this long intro, but let's get started. So you really need a portfolio to really stand out in the interview process. And again, I, I can... Honestly, I know what you're thinking. You're saying, I don't have the experience. So how am I supposed to create a portfolio if I don't have the experience? Okay, but unfortunately, if you don't have a portfolio, no one really wants to hire you because yes, you can express to your future employer that you have all this knowledge and you're tech savvy and that's awesome, but employers don't really care about that. They want to see actual results. They want to see something visual where they can honestly see what you're doing that would benefit them in the future with their business, with their social media channel. So that's why it's very important 
for you to have a portfolio to be able to portray your skill sets and show them what's possible. And again, they understand and they know your level of where you're at in your career. So they're not expecting, you know, like the best portfolio out there, but they just want to be able to see something, you know, to see that you are who you say you are, you understand how social media works for a business. And just really, um, the only way they'll know that is through your portfolio. So in order to have a portfolio, you need to have case studies. So here are some recommendations on how to get case studies for your portfolio when you have no experience. The first way would be trying to get an internship if possible. And um, I know those can be difficult to find, but at times, like if you're in school, maybe you could get, go through there or even going to um, different like temp agencies I would go there and see if maybe they know of any companies that are hiring interns or maybe uh, temporary uh, jobs or contracts and pitch yourself and see if you're able to get experience through that route. But I don't know about you, but (laughs) when I was in college and when I first graduated, it was impossible to find an internship And again, I know it's probably because I graduated during the recession and newsflash, it sounds like everywhere you turn on the TV, it sounds like we're hitting another recession. So it might be difficult to get an internship. So what I would recommend, it's something that I did, I would take on beta clients. And when I say beta clients, it can mean two things. It can mean that you uh, can help a local business at a very low rate, or you can offer your services for free. Now, before I go into details, I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, I need money. The last thing I want to do is volunteer my hours for free. Okay, I get it. I know how it feels to be a college student or a recent grad, or maybe you're unemployed and you really need a job. Then my recommendations would be to get any job. It doesn't have to be in social media or marketing, just a job to help you pay the bills so you're not stressed out about having no money coming in, okay? So that's the first thing I would do. Then, if you're serious about growing your marketing career or your social media career, then you have to get case studies to include in your portfolio. And so at that point, I would go to different businesses, small businesses, and offer your services. So maybe go to a restaurant that you love eating at and look them up on social media. If they're not active, that's the first business I would approach. Because if they already have an active social media page, then it might be a little bit difficult to get them on board. So instead of doing that, look up businesses that you truly care about and first thing I would do is see if they have any social media accounts. And if they do, check to see when was the last time they were active. And I think the best customers are the ones that have social media pages but haven't been active in months or sometimes even years. Because then you know that they actually do want to be on social media. They know the importance. However, maybe they don't have the bandwidth or maybe they don't really understand social media for their business. So then you would be the perfect candidate 
to go approach them and try to sell some services. And it could be at a very low cost. Remember, this point in your career is not to make money. That's why you have that other job, the job that's not your passion, unfortunately. But that position is to help you pay bills. This right now is just to help you get experience in social media. So it'll take off that stress about, oh, I well, what if I don't get paid enough? Or what if this customer doesn't like my work? Who cares? <laughs> just get them on board. And again, I would do it at a very low cost or for free. And I would only do it for like a month or two. And once they start seeing that you're getting results for them, um, then I would go back to them and be like, okay, show them examples of how you've grown their account or their engagement or just their brand awareness in general and let them know like, okay, thank you for the opportunity. I wanted to see if you'd still like to keep working together. If so, then at that point, pitch them an actual price that you believe is fair for both them as a customer and you as a brand new social media manager. And if they don't want to pay you, then just say thank you for the opportunity. And at this time, uh, I'm looking for a paid position. But please keep me in mind for the future in case um, you ever need someone to manage your social media accounts. And that's it. And while you're working with these beta clients, just make sure that you inform that business um, that you would like to use them as testimonials or part of their portfolio. And that's the only way that I would proceed with the partnership as a beta client because the whole purpose, again, is to include them as case studies in your portfolio. If they're not going to let you do that, then don't waste your time because you're not going to be paid what you're worth and you're not going to get any testimonials. So don't waste your time. Just work with someone where it's a win-win for both you and them. And then once you gather all that information, just remember to take screenshots or record analytics because you really want to, when you're creating your portfolio, you really want to show your future employer that you really understand the importance of engagement, of reach, of impressions, Maybe you work on a marketing campaign and how, like an event, maybe you're helping that restaurant or a business um, put on an event and you're showing your future employer how your social media component really helped them bring in more people to that event. So just really think about what the goal of the campaign is and just different things that you want to include in your portfolio. Because again, that's the only way that your future employer will understand what your capabilities are. Another thing I would like for you to consider when working with beta clients is the type of industry that you would like to work for. As a beginner in marketing and social media, I know you're probably feeling frustrated and desperate because you really want to get that first social media marketing job. And I get it. Believe me, I get it. However, you're also in a position where you should try out different industries because yes, a lot of the social media positions at different industries are similar in a sense, 
There's also other things that make it different. And it's better to grow your career in an industry that you like. So for example, maybe when working with beta clients, try different industries. So maybe try a hospitality business, so like a hotel or restaurant. Try a beauty business if you really love makeup. Maybe offer your services for like a spa um, company or maybe a tech company like a startup or um, a theme park. I don't know. Just think of different industries that you would like to grow in and try working with, you know, the smaller businesses, the startups to actually get your foot in the door. And after that, you, don't, you never know what doors can open up for you. Maybe that company grows and they see your potential, so they'll bring you on full time. Maybe while you're working for that company, that can't, company can't hire you, but they know of another company that's hiring and they can recommend you because a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs have a network of friends or, or know other business owners or entrepreneurs and they can recommend you. So it's very important that you form those connections to just do the best job that you can with the limited resources and knowledge that you have and really put in all your hard work and creativity into this portfolio because this portfolio is what's going to open doors for you in the future. Okay, you may ask, so how do I create a portfolio? Well, if you're a graphic designer, I'm sure it might not be difficult for you and you can probably use Illustrator or InDesign. But if you're not a graphic designer, I'm not. I would just use Canva. I love Canva. They have so many templates. And then I would just pick the template that best matches the industry that you want to work for. So again, if you want to work for the beauty industry, then just do a simple search for, you know, um, beauty portfolio template. Or if you want to work for a tech company, same thing, just type in tech. And then I would just customize it to fit your brand, who you are, the colors, the font, the pictures. So for example, my portfolio, because again, my background is hospitality and travel. You get the vibe of the beach, you know, of travel, of a certain lifestyle. So mine includes a lot of scenic shots, a lot of uh, personal branding shots, a lot of food shots, you know, or area shots. So again, just really consider the industry you're applying for and the type of feeling you want your portfolio to represent or show to your future employer. I would also include some personal branding photos and I get it right now. You may not have the money to invest in a photographer, which is fine. Honestly, you could take photos using your iPhone. That's what I did at the beginning of my career. So what I did, I went onto Pinterest and I just did a simple search of inspirational photos. So again, going back to me specifically, the whole um, travel slash hospitality feel, I saw a lot of great um, inspirational photos of, you know, beach vibes of travel. So I try to mimic the same feeling in my photos. And all I used was my tripod, my iPhone, and natural light. For you, again, depending on your industry, just 
as long as you have good lighting and a tripod, you're good. I'd also include as many metrics as possible in your portfolio. So again, working with these beta clients, or if you're doing an internship, are there any specific posts that did really well where you can show your engagement and your reach, or maybe a specific campaign or post really drove traffic to your website or to your the company's website that you are working for? Include that. Or say, there again, there's a company or an industry that you want to work for. So again, I'm going to use the whole a recruitment um, scenario, say you're trying to work for a recruiting agency, then I would try to focus on working with businesses like that and then just include posts like mock-ups of how, if I were to work for them, how that post would work, maybe for a specific job fair or a specific position they're trying to fill. So that's something else that I did where I did like these mock mock-ups you know like fake profiles were or not fake profiles yeah kind of like a fake post so again I pretended that I was a social media manager for that company I did some screenshots of their logo of their um, Instagram or Facebook page and then in Canva there's just templates there or easy ways to make it look like if it's a post so when I would present it to them they saw a post that looked like it came from them, but obviously it didn't. I created it. So it was just easier for them to envision how you would perform, how you would work for them if you were the one managing their social media account. So honestly, that's a really good tip to do with any business or industry, especially if you don't have experience and especially if you're unable to find beta clients. When you're interviewing, I would already envision that you're their social media manager and create mock-up posts to present them so they have an idea of the quality of work that you can produce for them. So pretty much that's it for today. It's a short one, but I just wanted to help you create a portfolio so you can present on your next interview. If you'd like additional help, feel free to reach out to me um, through Instagram or TikTok at the Latina Travel Marketer. There's just so much more that I can help you with when it comes to portfolios, but there's only so much I can do on this podcast. It's just easier when, you know, we're on a Zoom call or meeting in person if you're in the area. So again, I hope that these examples will honestly help you uh, create that portfolio for your next interview. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me a review. Um letting people know that you enjoyed this episode and your key takeaways. And also take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram so I can share it. I'd really appreciate it. Well, till next time, have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to another Influence with Cultura podcast episode. Want more? Head to influencewithcultura.com or go to my show notes to subscribe to my newsletter so you can be the first to know about any new programs and episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review and take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on IG at the Latina Travel Marketer so more kick-ass Latinas and women of color marketers can know about this podcast. 
If you are ready to up-level your marketing and social media career, I invite you to book a discovery call to see how I can best support you. Now remember, you are an asset to any organization and are ready to start that business. You got this. Talk to you next week.